This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Happy Friday. Welcome to your weekend. It's another smoking hot edition of The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. As always, I'm Carmen DeFalco, joined by the one and only Mike North. And uh, Mikey, oh my God, we're going to have fun today. I've got some NFL stuff for you. I have a deep NHL dive that I think you're going to love. We're going to go down memory lane and talk about some of the great teams in NHL history, considering what the Boston Bruins are doing. You've already identified, a, not a sleeper, but a, a team in the NHL that have better odds at winning the Stanley Cup than Boston. I want to revisit that. We'll talk NBA. we got a lot to do on this Friday, my friend. Well, I'll tell you what, when we start talking hockey, we won't call Stephen A. Smith, not one. No, no, we won't. That won't happen. Uh, but I will tell you this, Carm. It's good to talk to you. We were one and two last week. I was one and one. You were short with uh, Toronto get, trying to get the over. It was a two to one score. But you know what? We're going to have those weeks. I mean, a betting on sports the way we do, going around 60%, especially in important games, folks. I mean, that's like uh, uh, winning in the stock market, you know. I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, 53% is the way to go. We do all the sports. We cover the four major sports, and that's why Carmen's got an array of things to bring to the table. Good to see Eric Ostrowski again. So we're rolling. We got new times. I want to let everybody know we're going to be on. Uh, at 8 o'clock until White Sox season. Then we got to make way for them because it's not football season. The odds couple is very good. You'll be able to get us uh, in other ways because we're going to still be on Saturday mornings at 7 o'clock right now. So it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. Plenty of ways to listen. Mike's right. Uh, New time Saturday mornings. And the podcasts are right there for you. That's the best part. Always catch up on demand. 7 a.m. now on Saturdays going forward for a little while. Um, so I'm glad you uh, made note of that change. And Eric, Eric gets the podcast up by 11:30 or 12 today. Yeah. So there's no reason that you could say, "Hey, I missed the show," because you know what? Then maybe you will get something like we I gave out a Lipscomb. You know what uh, I'm that saying? That was beautiful, by the way. That was, an, I think, an overtime winner, wasn't it, last week? Yeah, they blew the lead. I was going, how could well, they blow the lead with the rich history of basketball that <laughs> Lipscomb has? Lipscomb, of course. I never even heard of them. But uh, I'll tell you what, the small schools, I'll have another small school for Carmen and Yurko pick today at one. Mike nailed that one, and he was so confident when he came on to give the bonus <laughs> play. I, I go, I'm betting this game. I don't know anything about this game, but I bet it. And then I heard off, Yurko. I, I, I know, and I looked at, huh? so like, it was Friday night, probably at about 10 or 10.30. Yeah. It, it Something clicked all of a sudden. I go, ooh, the Lipscomb game. I go, let me go and see what happened in the yeah. Lipscomb game, and Lipscomb won. The, the Clippers, I love that pick with you, too. That game turned out to be one of oh. the craziest games last Friday night. Now the Clippers, You know what game I had, Carm? Michigan State. Uh, oh, God. They were winning the whole game. They lose by six, and they're getting five and a half. How can you grin? I don't know. I hear you laughing. How can you grin? It's brutal. How can you grin? How can you grin? I mean, I you're mean, like the dealer at Casino. And I know, right? I, I'm, I'm seeing the way I'm stuck over here. Well, they'll never... They kept the scene in when the card got stuck in the guy's shirt. It's, it's they had classic. to, right? They had to. It's, cla- it's absolutely classic. That's right. I mean, it, it, and that's just gambling. I mean, that's the way it Tom goes. Tom Izzo. 
I know. What's wrong with you? You're one of my guys. Well, how about Michigan last night? If you had Michigan oh. in the points against Illinois yesterday. How about Illinois covering? I mean, Wisconsin covering. Oh, my God. It's, huh? I mean, it's, it's like this Wisconsin is Wisconsin covers. They were getting four. Uh, this and is they why lost it's hard. by two, right? Uh, yeah, they lost by two. Yep. Yes. They lost to Purdue by two. Purdue. It's, it's wild. I don't believe in them, Carm. I don't know if I do either. And I, no. I, I'm just. If they had Jaden Ivey, I'd, I'd, I'd believe in them. I know. Much more. Yeah. I, I don't know if I do either, Mike, with nah. Purdue. I don't know. I mean, you know, as for all the good teams they've had over the years and all, you know, and Gene Cady had a lot of success. Uh, how many Final Four? I mean, what are we talking about, though? You know, I don't know. I, mean, I had Gene Cady on my TV show, one of the best guests I ever had. He's a, he was a great guest. Oh, he was awesome. He really was. And he looked, I mean, the, the hair comb over, right. the whole thing, the, the dyed thing. hair. The whole thing. His beautiful wife, she looked like Dottie West, the old country western <laughs> singer. So she was dressed in, like, country western garb. It was awesome. I love it. Uh, yep. All right, let's let's uh, let's talk about a few things here. Okay. How about uh, the Bulls with an interesting matchup tonight at home against the Suns? Kevin Durant is back in in the lineup. He was back a couple nights ago. They won at Charlotte. Suns continue the road trip. Believe it or not, a little Bulls money coming in this morning because earlier today you were looking at the Bulls getting four. That line is down to three and a half. The first meeting of the year back in November out in Phoenix, the Bulls got absolutely spanked. Uh, they were down 25 going into the fourth. Devin Booker scored 51 points, Mike, in that game, if you remember. And he did it in three quarters. He didn't play in the fourth. So how do they deal with Devin Booker? And now KD, the added element in the lineup tonight. Uh, tough game to handicap. Not sure I like the Bulls in this spot, even though they're coming off a win in Detroit a couple I'm nights so ago. I'm so sick of Durant. I am so sick of him. And my buddy Ben Maller from uh, Fox calls him basketball's hobo now because he's going from team to team. He's just jumping any freight car he can, you know, to try to get to a better place after leaving Steph Curry in that beautiful situation. So I'm not saying that, you know, Kyrie Irving double-crossed him. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Just double-crossed him badly. So he had to get out of there. I mean, his career has taken somewhat of a nosedive. I mean, oh my God, he was traded, what, Three two weeks ago, and he he just played yesterday the other day. Well, he yeah, he's coming off the knee injury, so yeah, he just played for the first time he's, the other day. You know what? I mean, my God, I'm su- I'm surprised he hasn't broken in half yet. I mean, really, I mean, he's one of those superstars that you expected maybe not to have a long run. Angular, not a lot of muscle, stuff like that in in this game, but it's a finesse game now. I you know the Bulls, you can't figure them. I know, I you know, can't figure them. I mean, I I think they're uh, a dangerous bet to make. I mean, especially for a Chicago fan like me, and I am a Chicago fan, but a handicapper, because right. if it looks good, it doesn't usually happen. That's been my history. I, I wish I had the money back that I bet on the Bears throughout the 60s and mm. 70s. You know, you and I would be going sure. out to dinner every night. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just saying that I don't know how to read it. I think that it's they're not playing Charlotte, and I know mm-hmm. they overwhelm Charlotte. I would probably lean the Bulls. Well, and that's what the money's telling you right now, too. Right. That's the side as uh, we sit here and record the podcast late in the morning, early in the afternoon that's on right. Friday. So that's what the money's done uh, overnight and into the early hours of the morning. little money coming in on the Bulls. Uh, they did respond after being put to the test by a bad Detroit team. They got that win. You see, Pat I mean, they Dad. were 10-point, 11-point favorites yeah. at uh, Phoenix. So Durant knows when to come back. Yeah. And uh, I like, you know, like with Durant, it makes them dangerous. There's no doubt they're, 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 if he stays on the floor. I still don't know that they wouldn't be my pick to win it all, but they're the second choice now. They're four and a half to one. Uh, the Celtics are still the favorite. The Bucks, Mike, are the third choice at points bet at plus 475. Mm-hmm. Meantime, tomorrow night, 
probably the marquee game of the weekend on ABC. They they go for 17 in a row tomorrow as they host the Sixers. Yeah, I mean. Gotta love Milwaukee right now. Oh, look, I mean, Giannis, they made their trade. Drew Holiday, I talked about him earlier in the season. Oh, Quiet kept secret. So good. Uh, Middleton came back from injury. They got a good bench. Bodenholzer's been there now. He's coached a winner. If they don't lose Middleton, they probably win a championship, another championship on that one run. I think you're right. Last year, I think they win if they don't Absolutely. lose Absolutely. I think you're right. And I don't think that it's a giveaway that a Western Conference team's going to win this all. Mm-mm. You know? And I just look at Giannis, and now there's a strong point to talk MVP, even though Jokic is still the overwhelming favorite. And believe me, folks, I watched them the other night without him. Mm. They are a lottery team. But they, they are. I've said this before, though, and B deserves consideration. They had a bad loss the other night a couple nights ago. But also, so does Giannis. I mean, it's going to be tough. I I just think Jokic just shouldn't be the runaway that he was maybe two weeks ago. I am with you, but he's you know? still, like you said, the heavy favorite. It's those three. I mean, Jokic's yeah. a minus 400 favorite right now. Giannis is 6-1, to one and Bede's about 6.5-1. to one. It's a three-horse race, but Joker's still kind of distancing himself. Yeah, and where are any of those teams? I mean, I give the argument, where is Denver without uh, the Joker? Where are, where's Milwaukee and Philadelphia without those two big men? Can't imagine what Milwaukee Period. would be without. Right? Yeah, I just can't. I mean, and I look, and I know they won a couple games without Giannis. Brooke Lopez has played played great. You're right about Drew Holiday. He's, he's unbelievable. He's, but, but, we know the, the the straw that stirs the drink. The Reggie Jackson is Giannis. I mean, of course, yeah. you're right. And Embiid, the same thing. Absolutely. Without Embiid, Philly's just a totally different. Yeah. Then, then you, I mean, you then you put all the heat on the second guy, yeah. and then and then everybody's uh, Tobias has to move up. I mean, come on. It would be ugly. I mean, those three guys uh, deserve heavy consideration. I'm the Jokers. I'm in his camp since we started almost doing the show. Yeah, I know. But now I'm, I can see where everybody has a gripe. Coming up, we're going to talk to Luke Pergandy. Uh, interesting stuff going on with some of the odds for who is going to be the first overall pick in next month's draft mm. in Kansas City in the NFL. We want to talk about that. Aaron Rodgers' odds. Uh, uh, we could talk. I know it's like never ending, but hey, we might as well. Just like There's Durant. a gambling aspect. It's just to it. like Durant. Durant is the NBA's version of Aaron Rodgers. It's like the drama with Aaron Rodgers right. or something. We'll talk to Luke coming up. Uh, we'll get some ponies. Jim Miller was in the winner's circle again last uh, week for us. So uh, we'll talk to Jimmy a little bit later on. We'll give you some best plays before we're out of here. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're just getting warmed up. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFer- This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Mike and Carmen with you each and every week. We do the show on Fridays, catch up on demand anytime all weekend with the ESPN Chicago app. That's a free app. Make sure you have it. Great podcasts like ours, a bunch of original podcasts. And then you can catch up on all the shows, too. And, of course, on the air Friday nights at 8 and Saturday mornings now at 7 a.m. Bright and early to kick off your Saturday and your weekend. Every week we get the pleasure of talking to one of the founding members of our great presenting sponsor in the great prop swap app where America buys and sells its futures wagers. Say hi to Luke Pergandy. Look, we are on a new time. <laughs> hey, Carm. Hey, Mike. Luke, what's hey, up, Luke. bud? Uh, I want to ask you about NFL prop uh, tickets here, specifically the draft. You know, we always 
talk about, hey, follow the money. What is Vegas sort of saying? What hints uh, can you glean from where the money's going? That real interesting move, and Yurko's pointed this out a few times on the Carmen and Yurko show, is Anthony Richardson, who, I don't know, in January was probably 100 to 1 and is now down to, in some shops, 5, 6 to 1 to be the first overall pick in the NFL draft. You guys see as a, a certain amount of volume on a, on a prop like that, these player props on who might go first, and don't you find it interesting that Anthony Richardson has dropped all the way down to single digits? Totally. I mean, this this kind of happens every other year at, at minimum where an athletic quarterback kind of catches some steam that people didn't really think was a good pocket passer and, you know, a project kind of rises the ranks quickly. So there's really isn't that crazy for him to be catching steam right now, especially with, um, you know, the uh, size concerns with Bryce Young. So, uh, I mean, the beauty of props off. So we sold – we had a guy – sell a ticket for $550 on Anthony Richardson uh, two days ago, earlier in the week. Buyer gets 10 to 1 odds, to your point, uh, at FanDuel, which is typically the lowest big book. He's 6 to 1 right now. Mm-hmm. So buyer gets the best price in the country in Anthony Richardson. And then, of course, seller, he bet, I think he bet 50 bucks or even $25. So he, <laughs> he makes more than 10 times his money, uh, potentially 20 times his money. Um, on a ticket that, you know, may not even come close to cashing. Yeah, and I Beautiful. think you could buy a couple long shots in this draft because I think that there's nobody that's clearly number one. Otherwise, you wouldn't see this kid climb up the board. If Trevor Lawrence is playing this year and he enters the draft, he's overwhelmingly number one, I think, over anybody. But sure. the questions about size and everything else leaves us wide open. Plus, the kid from Georgia in trouble right now because of the, the car accident. I happen to like the uh, Alabama kid, Carb, the uh, defensive end. Will Anderson. I love Will Anderson. You know, the yeah. Bears, well, I, I'd love to see them get some defense. But yep. as far as this draft goes... Are you seeing heavy concentration on any one player at all that would give you a hint, even though that kid from Florida is hot right now because of media speculation? Yep. Yeah, I mean, Bryce has kind of been the favorite since the odds got announced. Um, mm-hmm. Typically, that gets dropped right after the Super Bowl. So Bryce Young is still minus 175. I do think he's the most talented quarterback. To me, it's simply a durability question. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. can we put some size on this kid and keep him on the field as long as possible? But um, so he's still minus 175. We talked about Richardson. And then to your point, the Georgia D tackle, like he was, he was minus, he was minus money, you know, a few weeks ago. So, you know, that's another example of you would have sold high mm-hmm. on a guy like that and assumed that the Bears were going to take him and not trade back. Like mm-hmm. you could have locked in a ton of cash on a player like that on prop slot. Yeah. Bryce Young were 6'2. I don't think that we'd be talking about this at all, guys. I mean, I, I no, think Luke's probably no. right. I if remember you... the Alabama wide receiver I thought would get broken in half. He's a starter. Devontae Smith? Yeah. He was 170 yeah. pounds soaking yeah. wet, and we were all worried about I know I was worried about whether he could uh, handle the rigors of uh, the NFL. Yeah. Nobody gets a clean shot on him for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. He's slippery. Who's yep. been uh, the biggest mover uh, as we get closer and closer to college basketball? I know Marquette seems to be like a little sleeper right now, Luke. People really like him. Mm-hmm. Marquette. Yep. Yeah. Marquette's a mover. We talked about SDSU a few weeks ago. They've moved from 125 to one down to 60 to one. So that's a nice double, triple on your money. If you made that bet, Marquette has moved from 40 to one to 25 to one. Um, 
I personally think Houston is the best team this year. Yeah. Um, they are now all the way down to six to one. Yeah. So they are the favorite. Bama's kind of tough to bet on. We talked about this last right. week. Like, what do you do with this this team? Like, they're the second favorite right now at plus seven fifty. But to me, there's just so much uncertainty surrounding that team. I would be selling a Bama ticket. I just I can't imagine this team wins the championship with all the the drama that's going on around that situation. Um. Uh, Texas has moved from forty to one to twenty five to one. TCU another mover. TCU's down to thirty to one. You could have found TCU at a hundred to one wow. earlier this season. So uh, these are all movers, and we we don't even have a bracket yet. So yeah. uh, hopefully people are buying, selling, and locking some cash here. How about your Wildcats? They going to make a charge this year? Here we yeah, go. I mean, look, the Wildcats are super talented. If there's yeah. ever been a season where um, it's one of this is going to be one of the most unpredictable March Madnesses ever. I know we say that every year. We do the statistics. The statistics are a number one team has went down eight times this season. That hasn't happened since, like, 93. Hmm. So there is some stats to back up that there will be a ton of upsets this year. There's just not a clear-cut favorite. There's not a blue blood. But, yeah, I mean, Arizona's a great team. We, uh, we've been selling tickets on them at 20-1, to 1, and they are 12-1 to 1 right now at FanDuel. So a ton of value on the Wildcats as well. All right, great stuff, Luke. We appreciate it. Enjoy the weekend, buddy, and we'll catch up again next Friday. Thank you, Carmen. Bye, Mike. See you, pal. See you later. There he is. <laughs> Luke Pergandy. I'm watching the uh, the Palmer thing, too, and uh, John Rahm is just what the doctor ordered. I mean... Uh, Boy, he's good, Mike. Well, uh, you know what? I mean, I've made three predictions in my life out of nowhere that came true. One was I thought, and Dan McNeil uh, will tell you this, he'll echo this. They made fun of me when I said I interviewed a guy named Tom Izzo in his first year, and I said he's going to be a great coach. Nice call. They all laughed at me, right? Wow. Then I really, and this is still an argument, if you ever want to investigate, Carmen, I could do 15 minutes on this uh, someday. The Janikowski-Urlacher, I said, would be a wash, and Janikowski became a top-10 NFL scorer in the league and played as many, uh, 20 years, and also have played a Super Bowl just like Brian. So, no disrespect to Brian. I took the guy with the points. I think that's a wash. But the other one might be John Rahm. It's the first year I saw him, I thought this kid was going to be good. But you know what? The analysts didn't like him because he's got a temper. Like Tiger yeah. didn't have a temper. Yeah. Tiger used to throw clubs. And I, I think for some reason, maybe because he's European, some of the analysts didn't like him all that much. Well, they, they're forced to like him now. He's phenomenal. Isn't he? He's going to go. And he's good for prop swap. Uh, yeah. You I need mean... a superstar to help to bring people to the trough. And yeah, he, golf needs it. I'm sick of Spieth talking to his caddy. <laughs> and, being ten be- and they keep showing him. You know, you're 10 behind. He's talking to his caddy. Where are we going for pizza tonight? What kind of club should I use here? What do you think we're going to eat? Uh, should I use this uh, uh, tea? I mean, come on. Way- uh, you ever listen to him? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, th- I know what you're saying. They he's sure. He's, 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 he, you know what he doesn't Palmer move the meter that much. He doesn't. I agree with you. Like Palmer used to tell his caddy, just pull the car up after we're done. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. The best thing for golf right now is this Netflix documentary, uh, Full Swing. has been great. I mean, it gives you a really cool behind-the-scenes look. It's gotten tons. Uh, I mean, it's really, really popular on Netflix right now. It's been – they need it. They need stuff like that because without Tiger, without Phil, it's – You know what? It's been fun, though, because Liv Goff has pushed it, the PGA has. to spend more money. Now, Liv Goff was just on WGN this past uh, week. Folks, I watched it. It's it's not a good product. They're in shorts. There's music playing. It's a team type. It's concept. different. Yeah. The betting was down 
the uh, any kind of betting because the PGA just eats everything up. They're so powerful. And now you got new stars. And I bet golf this week. I had Kirk against Lowry. Lowry was minus 140, head to head, and Kirk beat his brains in on the last day. So, you know, I just think the PGA is king. And I think if that lift tournament's going to be anything, you got to look like a pro when you're on TV. They look like they're on a picnic. Hmm. Seriously. It's interesting. They're, yeah. they're obviously I, I going for a different for crowd. 10 minutes. Yeah. All right, coming up, we got more to discuss, more to talk about going into the weekend for everybody. Some best plays later on. Plus, Jim Miller's got ponies mm-hmm. coming up in just a little bit. Don't go anywhere. We are the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap here on ESPN Chicago and the ESPN Chicago app. Follow Mike on Twitter. He is at North to North. That's the number two. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Uh, I was e- eager and interested to watch Patrick Kane's debut in the Big Apple last night in the Garden, a game that uh, the Rangers had a early 2 nothing lead, blew the lead, actually, and lost to Ottawa. But Kaner played uh, about 20 minutes, was his normal, dangerous self. Uh, I'll be honest, Mike. I'll be cheering for the Rangers here a little bit. Um, I'm happy for Kaner and, and, and Artemi Panarin. The better they do, the better the draft pick will be for the Blackhawks if they can make it to at least the conference final in the East, which is going to be tough. We're going to talk about that in a minute. The East is going to be brutal mm-hmm. in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, I, I'm going to be cheering for the Rangers. Uh, when they acquired Kane, their odds did drop a little. They went from about 12 to 1 in most places. They're now. Uh, down to 10 to 1. They are the fifth choice after the Bruins, Avs, Hurricanes, and Maple Leafs. So, new era starts uh, for Patrick Kane in his chapter uh, in the NHL. Unfortunately, one definitely closed here in Chicago. And they continue the sell off after the game last night. They traded Max Domi. That seemed to be a foregone conclusion. They actually traded him to Dallas. So, uh, the Blackhawks are definitely trying to suck here over the final couple of months to get that top overall. Pick. I think Patrick Kane should have been a lifelong hawk. Mm. That's me. Now, that doesn't mean that. <laughs> He deserves any better treatment than Bobby Hall did, who had to leave, mm-hmm. or Chelly, who had to go to oh, Detroit. He's the worst. A Ronick? No, I got more. Ronick was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was Leaving. Bad. I mean, I jammed mean, off. Go, remember? Oh, yeah, God. I could go all night long, oh, oh. all night long, like Lionel Richie about <laughs> guys that that should have stayed as lifelong Hawks, that should have been given better accommodations, if you will. You ended up seeing them after they left and became ambassadors when they came back. Makita was the only guy that really, I think, outlasted. I don't think he ever played on any other team. No, yeah, whole career with the Hawks for Makita. You're right. Yeah, the surly little devil that he was. Mm. I will say this. Patrick Kane, I interviewed him first in this town, and him and Dale Talon and uh, Jonathan Taves came by the studio because we carried the Hawks at the time. Mm -hmm. They were kids. They exceeded all expectations. What's happened the last few years and with other things on the ice, off the ice, in the locker room, what have you, has taken this franchise down. The dark days are here. Patrick Kane leaving, I think, is... I think you could have kept him, but I understand why they got rid of yeah. him, and he probably wants to win too. I think so. Give him one, uh, give him a shot on a team uh, that is very good and talented, I mean, and they got some guys who can score. I mean, I'm hearing Contreras say I'm with a better organization with the Cardinals. Oh, you know that's just bitter. Well, you yeah, know, but the Cub nightmare was he great. goes to the arch rival. Yeah, I know. That's a nightmare for anybody. 
Surprised. He can't play with us, but he can play for the rival that gives you guys a boot every so often, just, including every day. They just didn't want him. I mean, you know, he yeah, was well. begging them to stay, you know, and he just. I know. He didn't want him. It was, I well, always I thought they would have got a deal done. I think done. it was both ways, but I think it was both ways. I think they devalued him a little bit. But I, I, I understand. Look, business is business. But what he did, I don't think you should rip the organization that brought you up. But he probably felt betrayed in a way, too. I have a fun little deep dive here. I uh, love deep dive. You're going to like this because you're going to remember. Make sure there's water. You're going to remember. <laughs> make sure it's nice and deep. You're going to remember some of this stuff. Um, you know, and, and I'll give Mike Let's credit. Go, about I'm ready. about three I'm weeks ready. ago, Mike was talking about the Carolina Hurricanes. I love the Hurricanes. That's a team to watch. Now, yeah. the, the Bruins are, and, and I know not everybody pays as close attention. I do. To the NHL, but gamblers do did certainly. You see what happened last night? No, actually, for, the Bruins the game, oh, oh that, yeah, I did. There was six and a half. It was, for people. Six and a half. It's three to one with five minutes left. Seven to one final. <laughs> seven one final. I did see. Okay, it. so the Bruins are the Bruins Against are the expected. Yeah, well, they're expected to win. They but. are. They are your favorite at four to one. They are on a record pace, folks. Sure, they are. They have one hundred and one points. That's fifteen Ooh. more. 15 more than the next closest team at this point, that being the Carolina Hurricanes, who have 86. Boston is on pace for an all-time record 135 points. But Only, that doesn't always matter if you win the President's Cup. And that and that's exactly where I was going, that's Mike. That's why we make a good team. You're right. We're finishing each other's sentences now. Only, like twins. only two teams in history mm-hmm. have gone over 130 points in a season. The 77 Canadians who hold the record with 132, they did win the Cup. They were like the Yankees, man, back, exactly. in, the 50s, back in those days. The 96 Red Wings, who had 131 points and lost in that epic Scotty Bowman. six-game Western Conference Final mm-hmm. uh, to the Colorado Avalanche. So they did not make the Cup. Right. There have only been nine teams to ever go over 120 points in a season, and Boston's going to fly by that. The 71 Bruins, the 96 and 06 Wings, the 22 Panthers just last year, the 19 Lightning who got swept in the first round, and the 2010 Washington Capitals, and then the 76, 77, and 78 Canadians. When Mike says they're the Yankees, they were the Yankees, folks. Only Montreal won the Cup. All those other teams failed to either win or even make the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, the Montreal Canadiens, I mean, even uh, as a kid growing up they were the powerhouse 50s 60s you know you get an occasional yeah i mean toronto wasn't once since 1967 mm-hmm. i mean but those were the years of john, uh, davy key and johnny bauer i don't even think was i think he might have been a little bit earlier the goaltender there but i mean the, the maple leafs haven't won they're the detroit lions if you will <laughs> of the nhl uh i look tampa bay uh, uh you got carolina you got the yeah, Leafs. You, the you, Leafs the are Leafs. good. Yeah. You've got a great sport. It's the only sport where the players don't take the night off. They're tougher than most players in any other league, including football. These guys uh, get their heads cut open in the first period, and they're back by late second period because they had it stitched up. Uh, it's just a great sport to watch and a great sport to bet. Uh, I like to bet sometimes the puck line. If you get hot with that, you can win. If you're going by futures... I would probably bet Carolina. I would probably look at Tampa Bay. But, man, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, just because of the winning pedigree that they've had, uh, maybe you take a long shot. I don't think the Bruins, for some reason, I just don't believe in them winning it all because of what we've been talking about. I, I'm with Mike, and I think why not to take a team? And, you know, the, look, right. it's, it, the, the Stanley Cup playoffs would be crazy. Who knows? But I'm with but, Mike. Take some longer odds. Carolina at about 7 or 8 to 1. Coming down? I, I think that's the bet to make. I do. I, I think 
They do the things well that you need in the playoffs. You know, they kill penalties. Uh, No team in hockey this year, not even the Bruins, no team in hockey has better. If you look at the advanced metrics, the puck possession metrics, no team in hockey's got better puck possession metrics than the Carolina Hurricanes, Mike. They've got good goaltending. That translates in the playoffs. It just does. I think that's the bet to make if we're going to make one. And they play a system, and it seems like their players, they're never out of position. They seem to be, they get good goaltending, timely goaltending. When I say timely, that means when they need a big save, they get it. That's why I, I really love that team. By the way, Carm, I just want to say if you get a chance, folks, uh, I got a podcast that's up uh, that uh, somebody big just died. It's about celebrities that have died, and mm. now we will have up-to-date uh, stuff on that on Twitter at North to North. If you get a chance, just check it out. Sure. A, a, you know, my old pal Tino Antonacci, Cumberland Chapels, and and uh, that beautiful restaurant that uh, we talked about, Pennyville Station. So great. Uh, I gave Carmen a mention on our first podcast, which features Raquel Welch. Uh, I love you guys are doing it. So we just link to it on the on your Twitter, right, Mike? Yeah, just yeah. go to it. And we're on YouTube, too. And we're, yep. we're carried on, on Bar Room. But we're yes. really proud of it. We sold it and, and everything else. So just give it a listen if you get a chance. And, you know, we're talking about people that have died that are... Well, we franchise it as died as the Blackhawks. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> you guys are going to have to do one on the Hawks now. We're going to do it on the Hawks. I'll tell you, it was a fun run, though, wasn't it, Mikey? I mean, 10, 30, I mean, the whole thing. I mean, from about 09 through 15, that... It, they, they, it was a fun run. Around seventeen or eighteen, something started coming yep. happening. It just got bad. But you're right. I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime because I didn't. Right. I saw it one time. Right. I mean, I remember when when we didn't even know what they looked like because you know they weren't on TV. Just went by the by the newspaper. No, Incre- no computers. Incredible. So it's been great. I mean, Kane deserves all the credit in the world. Automatic first ballot Hall of Famer. Yep, I just hate to see him leave. Yeah, it was I mean, weird Ernie in that Banks, Ranger uniform. Ernie Banks, I mean, I said to him one time, you know, if there would have been free agency. But if there would have been free agency, he wouldn't have been the same uh, looked-upon player. He wouldn't have been Mr. Cub, maybe? How about if he would have left after four years? Sure. Five years. If there had been free agency in baseball, Mano leaves. Boston takes him. Boy. You know, who knows? Who knows? It's amazing Jeter stayed in one spot for so long. Isn't it? Well, I think they thought he was, well, he's the captain, and he was a fit, you know? I'm telling you, the guy I'm amazed at is Trout. Yeah, I know. That's the one. Yeah. Because you know what? Good call. You you know what? People say, look, I know you're comfortable, but do you ever want to win? And and, and, and the Angels are a team that don't want to win. I think it's Trout because even already, Otani has said, after 23, I'm going free agent. He already told you. Yeah. Yet Trout's looking to buy a new Jeep and go hunting. This guy might be a $500 million player next year. Yeah, You're I'm, right I'm, about I'm, that. I've yeah, almost yeah. checked out on the on the Mike Trout deal. I don't care how good he is. He's so good, though. He, yeah, but, but, Carm, I know. I know he's so good. So good. You know? It's amazing those, with those two they can't he's make the He's the play. great actor that doesn't want to leave the stage. Amazing. He's, he doesn't want to go to motion pictures. <laughs> I'm serious. Coming up next, we'll talk to Jim Miller. We'll get some ponies, and we'll give you a couple of best plays before we're out of here. So don't go anywhere. we got more to do, folks. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We're the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. And 
during the home stretch on this edition of The Odds Couple. Getting you set for the weekend. It's Mike and Carmen. We're presented by Prop Swap, and every week we get ponies from one of the best in the business. He hit again last week. We had a win. Uh, we had a third place finish, uh, so that's always nice. Hopefully you cashed with all of us. He is the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. You follow him on Twitter at Hawthorne Jim. The one and only Jim Miller. Jimmy! Wow! Yeah. Live racing's finally back at Hawthorne, so that's yeah. a beautiful thing. We open up on Sunday. We're racing Sundays and Thursdays the first uh, three months here of the meet, and then we'll add Saturdays in. And the reason we got away from Saturdays is just to avoid all these huge cards across the country with all the derby preps. So Thursdays puts us out a little bit more on an island, which is something that will really help for the exposure of our racing. But there's such good racing on Saturdays that we can focus on those derby preps but stay away from them when we're racing live. Well, we're just a couple of Thursdays away here from, uh, you know, we know it's starting March 16th, if I'm not mistaken, is the tournament. I mean, what a day that's going to be. So you guys will be live with the thoroughbreds that day, plus the book will be open, and it's going to be swamped with people watching college buckets, Jimmy. And it is, and and that's the cool thing about it. We have four points by sports books. We have the one at Hawthorne. We have three different OTB locations, uh, Villa Park, Crestwood, and Prospect Heights. And these are great locations because you can go out there all the TVs to watch, wager live, cover the races throughout the course of the day as well. And the first four days of the tournament are the best, guys, because it's morning, noon, and night. So the points sports sportsbooks will open early. They're going to stay open late. And then again, mix that racing in there and hopefully make it really profitable days. Are you guys looking? How do you guys do the split, Jimmy, between the racetrack and the casino? Is it separate entities, even although it's under the same roof? So, yeah, so it it is under the same roof. So we do have our partnership with PointsBet, and uh, Mm -hmm. it's one of those partnerships where everything kind of comes contractually for what you derive for Hawthorne out of it, but everybody has to have that partner within the state of Illinois. So it comes with providing space, but it also does come with providing equipment that and working just on a coordinated effort when it comes to staffing, when it comes to anything in regards to food and beverage and that too. So anything that we're going to offer in a PointsMet Sportsbook, we're going to offer in the OTB as well. And what I really liked is you started to see that crossover that we've talked about time and again, where the horse racing fan wants to bet on sports. The sports wagering fan wants to bet on horse racing. So you're starting to see that implemented into the sports books too. So if you're betting the horses, you can sit there and bet the horse on one screen and then bet the NCAA tournament on that screen right next to you and watch both of them at the same time. That's beautiful. What kind of preps we got this weekend, Jimmy? All right, there are three 50-point derby preps this Ooh. weekend. So we're going to cover yeah. all of them, and they go coast to coast. So we're going to start out at Aqueduct, race number nine. This is the 50-point Gotham Stakes. Bet the 13. Eyeing Clover across the board should be a pretty good value with that one. Then we're going to go to the West Coast, Santa Anita, race six. This is the San Felipe Stakes. Bet the two, National Treasure across the board. This was the horse that finished third in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile last year. Then you go south, Gulfstream Park, race 14 is the Fountain of Youth. And you get the return of the Breeders' Cup Juvenile winner last year, and we're going to bet that one across the board. That's the four-horse forte across the board. Wow, so uh, three 50-pointers. Aqueduct in New York on Saturday, the ninth race. Uh, we're going to bet the 13-horse across the board. That's the Gotham. Then Santa Anita on Saturday, the San Felipe Stakes. That's the sixth race, everybody. Bet the two-horse across the board. And then at Gulfstream, the Fountain of Youth, race 14, the four-horse across the board. Is that right, Jim? Yeah, these are the serious preps, guys, and uh, hopefully we can make a little bit of money and see some horses that are going to be running in the Derby. Great, and and uh, and thoroughbred racing Sunday, Sunday at at Sunday, Hawthorne, two thirty p.m. First post. Beautiful, beautiful. Sounds great, Jimmy. We'll talk to you next week. You got it, guys. Good luck, Jimmy.
There's our guy, Jim Miller, the one yeah. and only. Beautiful. He's been hot. Oh, my God, every week. All right, Mikey, let's do this. Let's talk about uh, some of the action for tonight, what we like, any best bets you've identified yeah. for everybody. Well, I'll tell you what, Carb. I said last week, you know, one and one, I said, you know, I've been, I've been rolling a little bit. Um, but I said, you know, I, and by the way, folks, if you're listening to the podcast that will be up uh, pretty soon, Hopefully before 148, because I'll have my small college play of the week, which we've won like three weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. So, with Carm and Yerk, my guys, uh, I'm going to go with the Miami Heat. Okay. Uh, getting two and a half. The New York Knicks playing good basketball right <laughs> Really now. well, yeah. Brunson, I'm so disappointed that the Bulls didn't take him in the draft. I was told he was a, 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 a second-round pick at best. I go, you people are nuts. Uh, it turns out I was right uh, because he's unbelievable. But they're also a team that Carm, I think, would agree, the Knicks, that we don't see finishing. You know, Julius Randle's great. I love him. But he had trouble in the postseason last year. Now, maybe Brunson will help him. But I, I don't see the Knicks as a team that's going to be in the finals uh, anytime soon. But that's who I'm going to take tonight. I'm taking the New York Knicks. Okay. Minus the two and a half. This is a big game for them because I think people are thinking Miami's laying in wait for them. It's two nights in a row. Uh, the second one of a, you know, it's a double double. So I, I like the Knicks tonight. Nick, That's my only play. The Knicks are playing great. I mean, they've won seven in a row. They've won nine of ten. The Heat yeah. have struggled here and lately. People too. keep doubting them, and you're right. The yeah. Heat. I mean, Udonis Haslam's disappointed. He's 75 <laughs> years old. You know, I'm disappointed we're not playing well. Well, you're not playing anyway. That's uh, amazing. You know, they have underperformed. And uh, I think people are expecting, you know, I would probably, before I charted this game, have taken Miami. It's the Knicks. All right. The Knicks is the play. I'll give out, out a West Coast game. God help us all. I'm going to back the Lakers. <laughs> Mike, oh, my God. AD oh. is going to return to the lineup. Look, they had a big win. They really needed it. Yeah, they were shorthanded. The deal hurts, man. It does. Oh, there's no doubt. Three I mean, listen. Weeks. They they just, they're back at home. They had yep. a big emotional win the other night. I think they'll ride some of that momentum. They can't afford many losses. They're a game out of that 10 spot right now out west. They're laying just a point at home tonight uh, against Minnesota, who did have an impressive win against the Clippers a couple nights ago. They've been laying in wait there in L.A. But I'm going to say Lakers minus one with A.D. back on the floor tonight. That's my only play. You know what? I'm going to so. jump in and take the under in that game, too, okay. with Carm. Uh, you know, it will be an odds couple, double, double. I like it. Let's yeah. do it. Let's That's rock and it. roll. Thanks, Eric Ostrowski, for producing the oh, show yeah. today. And uh, we always appreciate Luke Pergandy hopping on to talk about what's hot at Prop He's Swap great. and Jim Miller. He is great. Jimmy what Miller an honor, It is, right? Yep. It's pretty good. We got a, we got a hell of a crew. We've had the same crew for four years. It's awesome. And we're yeah. still, and it's been right around the four-year anniversary of the odds couple, Mike. Yeah, this you is know it. What? The fifth year, they'll, they'll pop a balloon in the offices and then we'll move on. I think they will. We started in March of 19 <laughs> under the leadership of one Adam Delavitt. Oh, it was March absolutely. of 2019. We got going right around the time and March Madness And we continue the March with good we continue it. You're right, right about that, my man. Yeah. We wish everyone a, a happy and healthy weekend. Enjoy all the sports and uh, happy wagering. And we'll do it again next week, Mikey. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000.